And we're going to continue, actually, in our series uh, called Baptized by Fire. We're going to continue our series. And if you're taking notes, you can write down the title of today's message. It is, I didn't know my own strength. I didn't know my own strength. And we're going to get started in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. This is what it says. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in both Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria, and even to the remotest part of the earth. Come on, let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you that your word is alive, that it is uh, active in our lives. And right now, Father, for whatever we're going through, whatever's happening right now, God, you know, you see it, you care about it, Father. And and your word today is going to bring light. It's going to bring truth. It's going to bring wisdom and clarity and freedom in the name of Jesus. God, thank you for Zoe. Thank you for LA. God, thank you for what you're doing in our city. Thank you for the healing, for the justice that's being uh, delivered from you, Jesus, today to our city, to our nation, to our world. God, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Come on, clapping hand emojis. The amens all in caps. Come on, it's a little aggressive, but it's okay. Put it in caps, put it in the chats. It's going to be great. But have you ever been able to do something that you didn't think that you were able to do? Maybe at the end of it, you were standing there, you're like, man, I didn't think that I was able to do that. I didn't know my own strength. Well, in college uh, is where I met my wife, and in college, my wife was a part of this running club, a group of um, crazy people, because they love to run, but they would get together, and they would run, and I thought, because because she was cute, because I, I liked her, I wanted to get to know her, I wanted her to, to notice me, I thought it would be a good idea to join this running club. I know, desperate, desperate, but I was a desperate man, and uh, I, I thought, and I thought that that she was the one, so I had to pursue. So I, I joined this running club, and I thought, you know, maybe it's going to be a casual jog, casual jaunt, maybe one, two miles, maybe a little walk, a little run, maybe we grab a smoothie afterwards, I don't know. But, but at the end of it, we had ended up running seven miles. I don't know how many miles you've run for love, but I've ran marathons for love because it, I was a part of this group for weeks and weeks and weeks. And um, I, I'm happy to tell you that today I am now married to that woman and the running paid off, the miles paid off, the running didn't stick, but uh, the marriage did. So that's great. But I, I remember standing there at the end of the first run being like, man, seven miles. I haven't ran seven miles since high school. I didn't know that I could do that. I didn't know that I had that in me. I didn't know I had that strength. Well, I was fueled by love and uh, desperation and the Holy Spirit, but, but I, I remember standing there thinking, man, I didn't know that I had that strength. I didn't know my own strength. And today, as we read this passage of scripture in Acts 1 verse 8, as Jesus is telling to his disciples that the Holy Spirit is going to empower you, he's going to empower you, I believe that's what he's telling you and me today, that the Holy Spirit is here, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God is here to empower you. I don't know about you, but I recognize that in my life today, in the world today, we need strength. We need strength to be able to love. We need strength to be able to have hope. We need strength to be able to move in faith, to move in forgiveness, to pursue justice, that we need strength. And I want to encourage you today that no matter what you're going through, that the, the strength that you, that you recognize that you need is not going to be found in a drink. It's not going to be found in a relationship. It's not going to be found in an amount of money or in a job title, that the strength that you and I need can actually only come from one place. That in Acts 1 verse 
verse 8 that it's the empowering of the Holy Spirit is what you and I need. It's the strength that our soul craves. It's the strength that our hearts desire to be able to move in the things that God has for us. We need strength. The world needs strength. Our nation needs strength. Our city needs strength. Our, our, our politicians, they need strength. We need, we need strength today. And that strength can only come from one place. It's the empowering of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that at the end of this year, that we're gonna be able to stand at, at, the, at the end of 2020 and be able to say, man, I didn't know my own strength. I didn't think that I could get through that. I didn't think that I could withstand the loss of that business. I didn't think that I could withstand the, the loss of, of that relationship. I didn't think that I was gonna get through it. Man, that, that, those, those nights were dark. Man, those, those times were tough. But, but I believe that as we get empowered by the Holy Spirit, that we're gonna be able to come out of this, like we've been saying, we're gonna come out of it better. We're gonna come out of it with our feet on the ground. We're gonna come out of it with our head on our shoulders. We're gonna come out of it empowered because it's the Holy Spirit that's gonna come and strengthen us. I believe that whatever you're feeling today, maybe you're feeling weak, maybe you're not feeling strong, maybe, maybe what I'm saying right now is completely resonating in you. I wanna encourage you. The Holy Spirit is not just here, but the Holy Spirit is there. The Holy Spirit is moving and he's active and he wants to strengthen you today. He wants to empower you today. He wants your heart to feel light. He wants your, your, your spirit to feel, to feel rest assured that he loves you, that he's with you, that he's for you. So come on, I'm gonna believe that in the next couple minutes that we have together, the Holy Spirit is gonna bring strength to you. Well, I wanna continue the conversation today around um, the series Baptized by Fire. And two weeks ago, Pastor Chad, he talked about how Jesus was baptized by a guy, by a guy named John the Baptist. It's, it's a great name. It fit him very appropriately. He was baptized by John the Baptist. And after he was baptized, the Holy Spirit says that the Holy Spirit descended on him like a dove, not as a dove, but like a dove. So you don't have to go out and get a dove tattoo to be a Christian because it was like a dove, not as a dove. But if you have a dove tattoo, that's okay. More power to you. But the Holy Spirit descended like a dove. And the, it says the heavens opened up and, and the audible voice of God was heard saying that this is my son, and whom I'm well pleased. And I want to continue, um, I want to pick up there today. And it says in Luke 4, 1, after this happened, it says that Jesus then, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Just some context here. Jesus was led into the wilderness and it was in that wilderness time that the, the Bible says the devil tempted Jesus. He tempted him three times. And every time Jesus was able to overcome, Jesus was able to move forward. And I believe that it was because that he was first filled with the Spirit. And what you're going through today, what you've been going through, the only way through it is through it, but you have to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. So there's three things, three, three points that I want to pull out from this. Three things that Jesus was tempted with, that he overcame, that show us how the Holy Spirit wants to empower us today. Point number one. The Holy Spirit empowers us to keep going. The Holy Spirit empowers us to keep going. As Jesus was out in the wilderness, it says he was there for 40 days without anything to eat. Man, I'm, I, I'm in the middle of a cleanse right now. And so I haven't eaten meat in three days. And so it's only been three days. And so I, I can't even imagine 40 days. But it says that Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days. And the first thing that the devil comes to him and he tempts him with is he, he, he shows him this stone. He shows him this rock. And he says, 
why don't you just turn this rock to a piece of bread? If you can, just turn this rock to a piece of bread. And Jesus' reply to to the, the devil is, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. By every word of God, the Holy Spirit comes to empower us so that we can keep going. When I was in high school, I actually did run cross country. Um, so I put those, those skills to, uh, to the test when I was joining the running club in college to win over my wife. But I remember being in cross country and there was, every Wednesday we would run 13 miles. So it was the long run day. And as we were all running as a team, our coach would, would be in a golf cart next to us. And he would be driving alongside of us and he would be screaming at us, don't stop, don't stop. It's mile 12, don't stop, don't stop. Why he was in a golf cart, come on, I don't know, I don't know. But we were running, he was in a golf cart. But I remember it was his words that kept us going. St- sitting there with his megaphone and his uh, big gulp uh, drink in his golf cart, his words kept us going, don't stop. Come on, you're almost there, don't stop. Come on, you're almost there, don't stop. I believe that this is what the Holy Spirit is saying to you today, that he's here, he's empowering you to keep going, to keep going with the dream that he's put inside of your heart, to keep going with that relationship that he brought together, to keep going with that business idea that he placed into your mind, to keep going, to keep going today. This is what the Holy Spirit does in our lives. I love Psalms 54, four, it says, surely God is my help. The Lord is the one who sustains me. I love Jesus' reply to the devil. He says, man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word of God. It's the word of God that sustains us. I don't know what you've been trying to sustain yourself with these past couple of weeks, months, days, but I want to encourage you. It's only the word of God that can sustain you. The Holy Spirit is, is here and he, he wants to empower us to keep going. But, but how that works is, is by we, we are attentive to the word of God. We live based off the word of God. I, I know it feels like that, that thing can keep you going. I know it feels like social media can keep you going, but it's, it's not going to last. It's not going to work. It's the word of God. It's the word of God when he tells you who you are. It's the word of God as he, as he speaks peace over you before you lay your head down on the pillow. It's the word of God that as you wake up in the morning, his word says that his mercies, his, his mercies are new that morning. It's the word of God that's going to sustain you. It's the word of God that's going to keep you. It's the word of God that's going to stop you from giving up. The Holy Spirit is here to empower us to keep going as we rely on the word of God in our lives. The Holy Spirit is here to empower you to keep going. Don't give up. If I can channel the the words of my my cross-country coach, don't give up. I love what Pastor Chad said a couple of weeks ago. He said, half of life is just showing up. Keep showing up. Keep showing up when it's easy. Keep showing up when it's hard. Keep showing up when you don't understand. There's a lot of things going on in our world right now that we don't understand, but I believe that the Holy Spirit is empowering us to keep going, to don't throw in the towel. Don't give up just yet. You're almost there. It's mile 12. You're almost there. You're almost there. And the Holy Spirit is here and he's empowering us to just keep going, to not give up. Point number two, the second thing that the Holy Spirit is empowering us today with The Holy Spirit empowers us to choose faith. The Holy Spirit empowers us to choose faith. The second temptation that the devil brings to Jesus is, it says that he brings him up on top of a mountain and he shows him all of the kingdoms of the world. And he says to Jesus, if you would just bow down and worship me, 
all of this would be yours. And Jesus' reply here, I love it. It says, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only you shall serve. Him only you shall serve. Have you ever made an impulse decision uh, because you were afraid that what you were maybe praying for or what you were wanting wasn't gonna happen, so you just went out and did it? Uh, when my, my wife and I got married, we, we for, uh, went all of the classic wedding gifts. We said, we don't want your toasters. We don't want your china. We don't want your knife set. We just want money because we needed a car. So we got all this money. We had uh, recently moved and uh, we were praying for God to show us, show us the car to buy, show us the car to buy. And we were, we were getting impatient. We were afraid it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So we went out and... Um, we bought a Buick. And no, no, I'm not throwing shade to you. If you drive a Buick, Matthew McConaughey, you know, he did those commercials. So I guess now Buicks are cool. But, but we bought a Buick and, and we did it out of fear, not faith. And about a week later, Joy was driving up a hill. And I promise you, the engine literally exploded. She rolled down the hill. It was this whole thing. But, but, but it was because we made a decision based out of fear, not faith. And I love what we've been talking about recently is that we're going to move forward in faith. We're not going to move forward in fear. We're going to move forward in faith. And the Holy Spirit empowers us to choose faith. Right now, it's going to take a lot of faith to keep our eyes on Jesus. It's going to take a lot of faith to continue to worship Jesus, to keep our attention on God and what he's saying, to not turn to what's convenient, to not turn to what's loud, to not turn to what's uh, flashy, but to keep our eyes on Jesus. The Holy Spirit is empowering us today to continue in faith. I love what Romans 4.16 says, that therefore the promise comes by faith so that it may be by grace and that we are guaranteed the promise. Romans 5, 1 and 2 says, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have gained access by faith. The promises of God are obtained by faith. The mountain of racism is cast into the sea by faith. Our salvation is received through faith. The only way to advance in this journey that you and I are walking on is by faith. It's going to take faith to continue to worship Jesus. It's going to take faith to continue on this road that we're walking on. And the Holy Spirit is here today to empower us. I'm not going to worship that thing. I'm not going to give my attention to that thing. Yes, yes, I'm, I, I, I'm aware. Yes, I, I'm, not, I'm not ignorant of what's going on. And, and I'm going to give, give what I can. And I'm going I'm to give attention. And I'm going to give resources. And I'm going to raise my voice and, and all of that. But there's only one person that gets my worship. There's only one person that gets my true attention. There's only one person that gets my heart. There's only one person that my soul really, really needs. And that's God the Father. So, so right now, I'm not going to worship that thing. Yes, yes, I care. Yes, 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 we have to fight. Yes, we have to bring justice. Says, yes, we have to raise awareness, but, but only God's going to get my worship. You know how this thing ends? You know how this thing is overcome? It's by faith. It's by faith, not fear. We're going to move forward in faith, not fear. And the Holy Spirit, he comes to empower us. He comes to empower us to choose faith again and again. Number three, the last point. The Holy Spirit empowers us to lead well. The Holy Spirit empowers us to lead well. Well, the last thing that the devil tempts Jesus with as he's in the wilderness for these 40 days is he takes him to the edge of this cliff, high, 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 high cliff. And, and he says, jump, won't your angels catch you? Won't, won't, basically I'm paraphrasing, but won't, won't God protect you? Won't, won't you be okay? Just jump. And Jesus' reply is this. It says, it is written, you shall not test the Lord your God. 
See, I believe in that moment, the Holy Spirit was empowering Jesus to lead well because in his obedience, he was making a way for you and I. In his obedience, in that moment, yes, obviously Jesus could have jumped. Yes, the angels would have been there. Yes, God could have protected him. But in that moment, he wasn't choosing to test God. He was choosing to move in obedience. He was choosing to obey what the Father had sent him to do, which, is, which is, was to make a way for you and I. I um, I've been teaching my son. We, we do this thing. I, I ask him, I say, Sebi, who are you? He says, I'm a brave, kind leader. That's what we say in our family. Sebi, who are you? I'm a brave, kind leader. So I ask him, I say, Sebastian, what does it mean to be a leader? And we've been trying to teach him. And so he'll reply, it means that you go first. A leader goes first. What did Jesus come to do? He came to lead. He came to lead us to life. He came to lead us to salvation. He came to lead us to grace. He came to lead us to the Father. And so the Holy Spirit in this moment, I believe, is empowering Jesus to lead well because he, was, he chose the cross for you and I. He, he led the way to salvation. He led the way into the throne room of God. Only because of him do we have access to the Father. Only because of him do we have access to healing. Only because of him do we have access to grace. Do we have access to the reassurance of our souls that at the end of this, we're going to be with God the Father in heaven. It's only because of Jesus, the Holy Spirit was empowering him to lead well. And I believe today the Holy Spirit is empowering you and I to lead well, to lead well because people are following you, to lead well because we've been chosen for such a time as this, to lead well because we are making a way for future leaders. Listen, I know you're tired. I know it doesn't make sense. I know we're, we're, we see it. We're aware of what's going on. We, I know that your, your hands are feeling weak, your voice is feeling strained, but you were called to lead. You were called to lead in this moment for such a time as this. You were called to lead your family. Father's Day, dads, you were called to lead your family. Stay-at-home parents, you were called to lead your household. Businessmen, you were called to lead in your industry. You've been called to lead. You're not a victim to your life. We're not a victim to 2020. God has placed us in this year to lead well, but how are we gonna do it, church? How are we gonna lead well? It's by the empowering of the Holy Spirit. It's by him dwelling within us. It's by him reminding us that that we're stronger than we think we are, that we can keep going even when we feel like we wanna give up, that we don't have to choose fear. We can actually choose faith. And in this time, we have been called to lead well, to lead people to hope, to lead people to truth, to lead people to grace. We have been called to lead and to lead well. You know, we're gonna pray in a moment. And I believe the Holy Spirit is, like I said before, the Holy Spirit isn't just here, but the Holy Spirit is there. The Holy Spirit is wherever you are. And I believe that you're gonna be strengthened today. We're gonna be strengthened today as a church. We're gonna be strengthened today as a community. We're gonna be strengthened today as a city that the Holy Spirit has set this day up to bring strength, to empower us. Um, but before we, before we pray about that, I, I wanna pray for anyone today that, that maybe you haven't said yes to Jesus before. You have you've never received Jesus as your Lord, as your Savior. And uh, I wanna just continue just really quickly and read one more passage of scripture. Because after Jesus was tempted in the wilderness, he actually comes down, comes down the mountain, leaves the wilderness and goes and teaches in a synagogue. And in Luke 4, 17 says, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him, handed to Jesus. 
unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has set me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. In this moment, Jesus is declaring that he has fulfilled this, that he has come. He is the Messiah. He is God's one and only son sent sent to earth to bring salvation to you and I. And if you want to make that decision today,